SC-1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. What is up, Clone Army? We are back for another Mandalorian after show. I am one of your hosts, CT5555, also known as Fives. And as per usual, I am joined by my counterpart, CT4444, also known as Fours, also known as Human Cyborg Relations. (laughs) (laughs) What is up, man? Oh, man. Clone Man. Clone man number fives. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think the human cyborg relations thing is sticking. I like it. I don't know if you do, but I enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that's fine. A little little R two D two situation, you know, right? Little R two to your C three PO or Batman to your Robin or Robin to your Batman, what have you? Whichever yeah. way you want to do it. Anyway, works for me. <laughs> your counterpart. <laughs> Just remember the two key elements. <laughs> So we are at episode six, chapter fourteen, the tragedy, directed yeah. by Robert Rodriguez. Um, oh boy! Jeez. Right, right. Robert Rodriguez. I had no idea he was even directing, but he's done uh, Sin City, Elite Battle Angel, Desperado, one of my favorites, Machete, Spy Kids. I think was it Kill Bill, or did he do both of the Kill Bills? Or I don't know. No, I don't think he did the Kill Bills. He mm. did a movie um, from Dawn to Dusk, was it? Oh, dude, that's another movie I love, From Dusk yeah. Till Dawn. Dawn, Dusk Till Dawn, yeah. Yeah. And, and then he did uh, his first movie, El Mariachi. Oh, right, which, yeah, because that makes sense, because he did Desperado and yeah. uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I actually own all of those on <laughs> DVD. <laughs> there you go. So he is definitely versed. In in um in nerd culture, <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah, for real. He's he's definitely has the street cred to to be doing uh, Star Wars and, dude, this this episode, man, was it good? <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, I just one thing I wanted to bring up that you know something I think most most Star Wars fans probably know at at this point, but the uh, passing of David Prowse. The man, Darth Vader, basically, right? Um, so that that's uh, that's too bad to uh, hear about that. Yeah, man, what's a bu- what a bummer of a of a thing to happen while you know we're riding this Mandalorian wave of super Star Wars fandom right now. You know, uh, one of the iconic actors to 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 be in Star Wars, even the the man, you know, mm-hmm. behind the mask. Um, they didn't use his voice, but you know they did use his his body language, and he he did all the mannerisms and you right. know, picked up the emperor, and um, it's, it's too bad we're you know we're gonna miss him, and you know hope he's resting in in peace, and and uh, you know he's definitely beloved by the community, and he'll never be forgotten. Absolutely, well spoken, and I don't think I need to add anything to that. 
Oh, and uh, Catch is uh, is documentary that they made about him. It's called I forgot the name. Hold on, I have to look it up because it's definitely a good. It's a good. It's a good movie. Okay, I didn't know there was one. Did you happen to ever hear him uh, speak the lines of Darth Vader? Yeah, they they do a little bit in this documentary. Oh, okay. Because I just um, another another show I was listening to a couple days ago played some of it. It was kind of it would have been a whole totally different world if they had used his his voice. But like I was kind of I don't know I was kind of digging it at the same time. I mean, obviously James Earl Jones is amazing, but I don't know. It was just a very different take on on the character. It was kind of funny and kind of cool. Right. The documentary is called I Am Your Father, and it oh. came out in uh, 2015, um, and it's a Spanish Spanish movie, but it's not in Spanish, I don't think. I don't remember okay. it being much in Spanish, but uh, it's just by a Spanish director. But um, it goes into all that. It goes into how they didn't use his voice, and they didn't use his face, and kind of how he got like cheated out of that. And mm-hmm. it talks about how he got like kind of like blacklisted from Star Wars, you know, not to spoil anything, but yeah, you know, I remember hearing about that. Right. He just wants to be a part of it all. And they kind of, kind of did him dirty a little bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I am your father. Check it out. It's definitely a good, I think I saw it on Netflix or Amazon prime, something like that. Noise. Well, I've got all those, so. I'm sure it's on one of them. So I guess like two, two other things I wanted to touch on before we tackle this episode. I know it's, this is, you know, the tragedy, but one thing, you know, over, over the last week, I I don't listen to a lot of different uh, podcasts, but I listen to my, I've got my little circle of ones that I listen to every week. And I was kind of surprised that nobody picked up on like what I mentioned to you last week about, baby Grogu's uh, sadness at the start of the episode. No one, re- no one that I listened to brought it up that he just, you know, looked really bummed out and kind of moping around and all that. So I don't know if maybe that's just me that picked up on that or I don't know. I mean, did you pick up on that at all the next time you watched it? Yeah. I well, with that in my head. I kind of, it kind of like influenced me to watch it that way. I gotcha. So yes, yeah, the second time I watched it, I, I, I definitely was, under the impression that Grogu was upset about leaving uh, Mando and didn't want to and was, and um, fought, was not fought, but like worked towards not going with Ahsoka and staying with Mando. Mm-hmm. And the second time I watched it, I noticed at the end, Ahsoka gives uh, Mando, uh, Baby Yoda like a look. Mm-hmm. And in that look, I'm like, oh, she's she's like telling him, you know, you're getting what you want. Yeah. Getting to stay with the Mando, so with Din. <laughs> right. Yeah, it definitely seemed like that's that's where that was going. But yeah, just that, you know, him taking that shifter, the shift knob, I think that was like going to be his keepsake. If, if he was going to leave Mando, that was going to be something to remember and buy or something like that. Right. Definitely becoming that. Yep. Yeah. So then uh, one other thing was um, I've, I wanted to ask. I don't think I asked you last week. What did what did Little Fours think of uh, the name Grogu? Oh, I think she says it's cute. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Yeah. She said it was cute. She likes it. And, and, uh, I don't, it's going to take a ton, some time, but I am, I'm coming around and she's coming around to, to Grogu because she asked me today, how do you say his name again? And I go, Grogu. And she's like, Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. yeah Miss, Mrs. Fives, uh, we, when we watched it that night, she's like, Grogu? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, she was not into it. And then I was like, but call him baby Grogu. And she's like, oh, I like that. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Baby Grogu. I haven't heard anyone put that together yet. Oh, really? Nice job. Yeah. Uh, See, that's what I've been referring to him as all week. Baby Grogu. Just trying to get used to not calling him Baby Yoda, which is still kind of hard. But Oh, I have a question. Yeah. Is Baby Grogu the love child of Yoda and Yaddle? (laughs) I mean, that's been the that's been one of the, the bigger conversations. It I mean, he very well could be. We haven't seen... That's the thing is, we haven't seen Yaddle. I think the only time we saw her was in The Phantom Menace. I don't know that I ever saw her in Attack of the Clones or The Revenge of the Sith. Maybe Yaddle's still alive. Maybe Yaddle is the someone that took uh, Grogu out of the, the temple during the very, purge. Very cool thought, yeah. And if... You know, we know Grogu was uh, trained by many masters, you know, mm-hmm. Yoda, Yaddle. Yaddle was on the council, too. Ah. Yeah, I think she was because I have I have the figure that, yeah, because she came in the, the Jedi Council set that I have. How about that? And then, well, I mean, are they, love, are they, are they allowed to have that type of relationship? Well, no, because... I mean, that's why Anakin and Padme had to hide theirs. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe Yoda, there's more up Yoda's sleeve than we know. Right. You <laughs> might be onto something there. How about that? <laughs> All right, fours. Episode six, chapter 14, the tragedy. Everyone listening, if you have not watched the episode, please go watch it for a couple of reasons. One, it was really good. And two, we're spoiling the heck out of it. So, which I guess you would know if by it being called the after show, but I figure we'll be, we'll be good and give that warning anyway. So warning, keep. warning, danger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, man. So going into this, I didn't know what to expect, which I love. Yes. Last week, last week we're like, okay, we know Ahsoka's coming this episode. You know, this week it's like, uh, you know, we even said when we were talking, it's all up in the air. We don't know. We've no idea. And I stayed away from Star Wars news and everything all yeah. week because I wanted to, I wanted to be surprised. And gosh darn it, I was. <laughs> we were well, right on a couple of things though. Oh, were we now? Yeah, that's from what I remember. Okay. Um, we were right that uh, that two things were going to come into play: the um, the tracking beacon, mm-hmm. and and the and the Jedi temple. <laughs> I mean, base two basic things. But we were also expecting like this episode to be more of you know the side mission, and right? Right. Like like I was expecting this situation to be the end of the season. And they're like, no, we're giving it to you, you know, two episodes before that. 
but yeah, I mean, we were like right on with with most of that. Even uh, we assumed that Moff Gideon was going to take Baby Yoda or right. Grogu. Baby Grogu. Right. Uh, so okay, yeah. So the the title, the tragedy yes. pops up on the screen, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be bad, but it's gonna be good. <laughs> when that came up, I'm like, Baby Yoda, Baby Grogu, sorry, is gonna be taken. Yeah, That's the tragedy. Oh yeah, and. Man, it was. Um, oh, was it? All right. So, what what is your uh, what is your letter grade this week, man? A plus. Really? Yes. He can't. This is it. This episode, dude. Clone, fellow clone. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are in the air right now. This episode, it can't get any better than what happened in this episode. I mean, this is. I mean, you can't. You can't beat this. Many reasons. Wow. I, um, I mean, you, you can beat it, I'm sure, but like, this is like the a ten out of ten, an A plus. You know, I mean, everything that goes down, dude. The Boba Fett coming back <laughs> out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Slave One showing up. When Slave One showed up, I'm like, what? I like <laughs> scream, like what? I'm like, no way, Bob, uh, Boba Fett kicking butt. Like, finally, like doing something, you know, like he did oh, something. Oh, yeah. You know, not to, well, I am cutting you off, I guess. But do you remember, I'm sure you remember a little while back where you picked him as your most overrated character. Exactly. Exactly. How do you feel now? <laughs> I feel, I feel like I've been, um, like somebody heard us and it was like overrated. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched him in the have you seen him in the comic books and I would go comic books yeah you know it's cool mm-hmm. but it's like a only like a one person experience a comic book right this is this is a show where like millions upon millions hundreds of millions of people I don't know are watching it throughout the the week or whatnot so you get to experience it with a lot more people and you got like you get to show like see I mean from the comic books he was great those those bounty hunter comic books that they made yeah dark horse comics but not yeah not a lot of people even knew those existed so that's why i'm like he's so he's capable of so much more you know and then on screen what we get to see is nothing we get to see nothing him blunder his chance away and then now today after today after this episode and what he's done and and how you know ruthless and like a fighter he is i don't know and you know he's great, and he's such he's much more than what what was in the original trilogy. Right. I think that he in this in this one episode, I think that he did more than he definitely did more than he did in the original trilogy. But I think he did more than Jango Fett as well. Yeah. You know, like he showed you get little glimpses of Django Fett being that Western style character. But, dude, I, I mean, this was just wow. Like I again, like I said last week, I was I was saying a different version of Dank Farrick <laughs> <laughs> with with uh, Boba Fett coming out. My mouth was agape the whole time when I was watching this. Me, me too. And and I'm and even just talking about it now, I have the goosebumps again. Uh, by watching it, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So we'll we'll jump back to that. Uh, yeah, shortly. So for me, I'm going to go a little different for you, from from your letter grade. Okay. I don't really 
No, I'm just kidding. It's an A plus. <laughs> ah, you, you did the thing. You did the thing. Where it's like they do it in a show all the time. Uh-huh. Like where where how are they gonna get they got out of it? <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. So our our only our so we can only go down from our letter grades. So there's only only downward, but dude, I mean like for everything you just said. I was just, I was, I was like, how was it over? When the, when the episode was over, I'm like, what, how, what? It was yeah. so just like, I was so in it. I was in the episode yes. and from start to finish, I start mean, start to finish, start to finish from the second it, it started to the second it ended. I mean, it wasn't, we were, I was in there too. I was there just was, like, it was Christmas. Today was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a, that's a wonderful way to say it, man. <laughs> Today was a Christmas Christmas morning. I got like uh, the anticipation. Seriously, I had butterflies in my stomach. You know, thinking about it, like oh my, before I watch, you know, before watching it, you know, I'm waiting for my daughter to wake up. Like, because I was up, I was like ready to go. Like, oh, I can I can put it on now. Like, no, I can't. You know, I'd be, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's out there. I mean, it's like it's available to watch. What? Because there was no. Um, there was no build up to it. There was no you don't know what you were gonna get. Right. And you you got something completely amazing. For a couple more things, you got to see the dark saber again. Right. You know, you got to see Bando and the kid interacting a little bit in the beginning. Like he says, Grogu. Ah. I know. <laughs> and then he laughed too. Mando yeah. laughed after he looked. <laughs> He's like, I'm loving this. Right. Yeah, I loved that because he was like I mean, he wasn't really training him, but he was like pra- helping uh, Grogu practice uh, using the Force, basically. Yeah, uh, you know, like a a version of playing catch with your kid, right? <laughs> For sure, dude. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it was uh, it was a really great moment, you know. And, and then <laughs> when he takes the ball and he's like, "Thank Farrick," and Grogu's all like, Ooh. "Like he thought he was like mad at him," and he's like, "No, no, no." you're doing great or whatever he says. <laughs> that was like a good thing, Farrick, like a, like a hot yeah. darn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good, dude. Uh, Pedro Pascal, man, he just oh continues gosh. to amaze me. Not, and I shouldn't be amazed because I've seen his work. He's great. But just his interactions with, with Grogu, I mean, his interactions with everybody, he's just, right. dude, he is, he, he needs to win some awards. He, he's this show is going to win a lot of awards this ep- this season for whatever it's up against. I mean, there's this this is probably the best TV show on TV right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's this episode. It's probably uh, first it was Battlestar Galactica, then Game of Thrones, and now it's this. But mm-hmm. I think this episode is like one of my favorite episodes over like. All of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> wow. Like, I'd watch this episode over, like, anything on Battlestar Galactica. Isn't that weird? It's I mean, a little it, much. Yeah. It, it's not, I don't think it's necessarily weird. I, I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, yeah. Of course, while you're saying that, I'm picturing the episodes of Battlestar when they're on that, like, forest planet. Yeah. With uh, Chief two. and, yeah, and, Chief. and uh, Baltar and them. Not you know, not to compare or anything, but when you said that, I'm like, okay, I could go back and watch the, that like section of what two or three episodes, pretty much any time, because those were awesome. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. This before today, 
my favorite episode of the Mandalorian was season one. And I can't remember the, the title of it, but it was the one when Din drops off uh, Grogu to the client. And then he goes back into his, the razor crest and he w- goes to use the shifter and sees the knob missing. Yeah. And he goes and, uh, you know, rescues baby Yoda and the Mandalorians all come to help him out on their jet packs. And there's a right. big battle. That's been my favorite episode up until this point. I would say this one is so far, uh, wow. my, f- my favorite episode of the show. And probably, you know, to touch on what you were saying, I could probably pick this over any episode of game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's big too. Cause there's a lot of, but I guess just because this is fresh on the mind and I'm like, oh man, I want to watch this over everything right now. Yeah, seriously. Same here. It was just so good. I want to watch this over pretty much anything I've watched. I saw it twice, right? Oh. The second time, it was so quick. The first time I watched it, I'm like, oh man, this is a nice long episode. Oh, really? But then the second time I watched it, I'm like, oh, this was the shortest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You would think it would be the other way around, but yeah. yeah. No. It's so weird. I don't know. It was, it was, it was awesome. I mean, people coming back. What, what What's her name? Fennec? Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. Yeah. Where's she come from? She comes out of nowhere again. Like, you, you can't stay dead in this universe. Like, <laughs> right. Everyone um, comes back. You know, and, and they kind of, they spoiled it. At the beginning, because they showed that that yeah, scene from last year, they did you know, spoil it. But I think I never really felt that she was dead. Like I just, did, I didn't, I didn't think that she was dead in that episode. She took a gut shot. Is that what happened? Yeah. And then what do they do? They what does he do? He turns her into a robot. There. That's see. That's what I wanted to ask you. I'm like, is she like part robot, part cyborg? Like, are those cybernetics? Did she always have that? And maybe that it just like short circuited her when she got shot. I've I've got questions, but I do not have a problem with her being there. Um, okay, I I think that like her character, they they built that character up last year. You know, like she's this amazing you know sharpshooter or assassin. I can't remember what they yeah. refer to her as. And then um, I'm just I'm kind of a fan of of. Her name is Ming Ming Na Wen. I think she's a really great actress. Uh, I've seen her in. I, I watched most of Agents of Shield. Um, oh, okay. I think she's I lost. Yeah, I lost track after like season three. I think, but I thought she was really good in that. She was in uh, Stargate Universe, which. Oh yeah, was, you like those Stargates. Yeah, Stargate Universe was like. It was only two seasons long. They canceled it for some reason. It was they canceled it when it started getting really good. But anyways, no, I just I think she's a really good, great actress, and and her facial expressions really sell her character, especially in this one. She just like it was so weird. I guess it was weird to me though too that she seemed to want to help uh, Din and Grogu. Yeah, maybe she's just. Um, I was thinking she was like happy that she was alive and oh. so she um she she's indebted to boba fett for rescuing her and she's um appreciative so that, that's the way i took it like a second chance and she's gonna do right yeah. by it yeah 
Yeah, Very exactly. Cool. That's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, something like nice. that. That's what. That's what. That's what made me believe it. You know what I mean? Or that's the way I made it. Made sense yeah. in my head. <laughs> right. I guess uh, one thing I wanted to bring up too at, at the sort of the beginning was um, I thought it was kind of funny when uh, Din was talking to Grogu about now when we get here, you know, if, if the Jedi want to take you, you're going to go with them. You know, <laughs> and yeah. you know. Grogu's just kind of, you know, doing his thing, looking at him and making his noises. And he's like, don't you want to learn more of that Jedi stuff? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Jedi and, stuff. Uh, yeah. And then, um, like, right after that, they show, like, the the nav screen on, yeah. on the Razor Crest. And it looked like the it showed the planet, but it had a little circle in the center of it. I'm like, is that supposed to, like resemble the um the death star like it gave it the first look it was just like the outline of a you know a circle with a circle in the center and to me uh-huh. i'm like oh that looks like the death star and i'm like okay the tragedy and we're seeing the death star they're telling us something's going on here right to you know touch on on your christmas morning thing i think moff gideon is coming to town <laughs> you know that, that was my <laughs> thought there <laughs> yeah you wanted him and he, you got him man yeah oh they teased him in the beginning too so yeah Oh, you, they you, did, right. They, so they kind of let that cat out of the bag that uh, he'll be ready. And they gave you another angle, too, that uh, to look at those dark troopers real quick. In that, oh, in did that. they? Yeah. In the intro. I don't know if you skipped the intro, but. No, I just probably didn't notice it because I was, like, all wired and ready to watch. But I'll probably see it the next time I watch it. Yeah, it was a real cool insert that they put in there. Kind of gives you a. Uh, Another kind of like another peek at the dark troopers real quick. So that was pretty cool. Can I mention something about that like cockpit scene? As they're flying in, you know, Mando's is talking about the Jedi Temple that you know, as they are flying into um what's the name of the planet? Um, Tython. Tython. You see the uh you see the Jedi Temple and they're kinda like floating. Uh, they're kinda like flying above it and kind of turning. And then there's a shot where you see kind of like the temple from uh, Grogu's perspective, like through a little window by Din's uh, leg, you know? Oh, okay. So you see the, you see the temple, and it's kind of small, and then you see the outline of the window, and it's kind of like through the perspective of, of, of Grogu. Anyways, the shot is, is a technique. It's called uh, frame within a frame in filmmaking. So it's supposed to like draw attention to the subject matter in the begin in the middle, you know. Here I go explaining things real quick. So, but anyways, I really like the shot, and when I saw it, you know, because because you you, you kind of see it in the window, and you kind of like it's kind of like uh, turning as well. It kind of made me feel like this is what it is. It made me feel like I was on a roller coaster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Just the way it was shot and the way it was framed. It kind of made you give you that feeling like, whoa, there's that big turn coming up, you know, down the way. Oh. And I just thought it was brilliant. And I didn't know at the time it was Rod- Rodriguez as the director. But I have to give him major props for this, this anticipation that he built in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, as you, you know, because, you know, filmmaking is a visual art. And it did. It gave me that, that feeling of being in the, uh, in the cockpit. And and or on a roller coaster, and it gave me the feeling of movement, just just by like because that's how you would see it, you know, from that that seat, 
you would see it as like a little oh right uh, a little jedi temple and then the window around it so i have to get i just have to have to call that out that that was a that was a nice shot and <laughs> whoever the, the the director of photography and him you know got to whoever agreed on that specific uh placement of the camera and and, and everything was, was masterfully done and my hats off to those guys that they're this is i'm like i'm I, they're doing a great job, like all around, getting the right directors, the right actors, the right everything, special effects, makeup, uh, story writers, everything. Just top notch all the way around. Disney's going going for gold with this. And so, I don't know. I just, that's from that little shot. That's, I can take away so much. I just wanted to point that out. Sorry to go on a rant. Oh, don't be sorry, dude. That's awesome. That That's opening my eyes to something that I didn't see. And I, I would imagine anyone listening that didn't catch that, they're going to be like, whoa, I got to I gotta go watch this again and see what Forrest is talking about. Yeah, because it builds the anticipation for what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We, d- we, don't, we didn't know going in Boba Fett was going to show up. Right. You know, <laughs> with, with Fennec. We didn't know that Stormtroopers were going to show up. We didn't know... We, that no Jedi was going to show up. We didn't know, you know what I mean? We didn't know anything. We just have the anticipation, and in that shot, it builds that anticipation for what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, not at all, man. Some, something that I, I thought about, uh, the is it a seer stone or seeing stone that he sat on? I think it was seeing stone, maybe? Yeah. Seeing stone. Um, I'm wondering... Well, two things, really. I'm wondering, because it's been a long time since I played The Old Republic, so I don't remember, because I told you that's like the planet you, you start out on in, in right. the MMO as a Jedi. I don't remember if they actually show that at all in that game, but I was also wondering, does every Jedi temple have one of these? Because remember, in oh. the, the Last Jedi, there's one that Luke has uh, Ray sit on, and then mm-hmm. when he's doing his projection, he's well, not sitting; he's hovering on it. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's a similar stone. So I'm wondering if if that's like a a common thing in Jedi temples, like on Coruscant, like it looked like Yoda and Mace Windu would have. They had that room where they sat on those little um, Ottoman looking things. Right? <laughs> is that is that the equivalent of a a seeing stone for them on Coruscant? I don't know. I, I don't really expect you to know the answer to that question. I was just throwing that out there as I wonder if that is, you know, a, a common thing at the temples. Maybe we'll see more. Maybe. Yeah. It's gotta be, you know, part of their, you know, ar- architecture, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And the way they create their, their spaces. Cause I mean, if there are more than one uh, versions of them, then they're definitely something that they like to use. So I wouldn't put it past them that that's a common common piece in their their temples yeah so they get to they get to the seeing stone and mando's basically like go go do your stuff do your thing and <laughs> yeah. yeah go on go on do what you right. gotta do you, well, i guess i put you on here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was pretty funny and like nothing happens but then all of a sudden he gets encircled in the the glowy stuff oh yes oh and then- really cool did you notice there was writing around it? Um, yeah. I don't know what it says. I'm sure somebody will decrypt it within the week. 
or today. <laughs> yeah, or today. Somebody right. they usually they usually um, decrypt it, but I'm sure that has a message or something. Oh man, yeah. I wonder what that says because that's, I mean, that's an ancient uh, Jedi temple. So, dude, there's got to be some. I bet you it has to have something to do with the old Republic. You yeah. Know? knowing knowing these guys <laughs> but yeah good good catch i i remembered seeing it but then i forgot about it till you just brought it up yeah um, i just remember the season they they do a good job some the viewers out there do a good job of of uh deciphering the uh, that language or that code or whatnot so yeah it's the i don't know if it's the the star wars common uh, it's arubesh arubesh something like that Good call. Good call. I don't. I don't no. know. <laughs> I had to. I had to throw a little nerd at you. I guess a little extra nerd. <laughs> that's all right. That's what. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm here to learn. Me too. So I guess before I jump into Slave One, is there anything that you wanted to bring up before that? Yes. When they fly in, he's like, "I can't make a landing on the uh, the Jedi Temple. We're gonna have to. You have to fly in, you know, or." Uh, Oh, what does he take? We have to we have to go out. What did he say? Roll out the window or take the top off or something like that? What does he say there? We have, to, we have to travel the last stretch with the windows down. With the windows down. That's what it was. <laughs> and, then, and then Grogu's there and his little, he's like in the middle there and his ears are flapping in the air. He's looking like, <laughs> like he's loving it. He's like, woo! <laughs> Oh, oh so my good. gosh. It's just for kids, but man, this is some good. This is good stuff. Oh, yeah. This is some fun, fun, good, fun vibes, man. This is Christmas morning stuff right here. You know, just good old family fun filmmaking. And they're loving it. Like, who's ever making this show loves this show. Oh, yeah. And loves these characters. You can tell. I know who's making it. I'm not saying whoever. No, no, I know. I just like I when I watch these, I I picture uh, John Favreau like sitting at his desk, like giggling while he's writing it. Like, oh, oh yeah. this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like calling Dave Filoni in the middle of the night, like, oh, dude, dude, I got to tell you this part. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I picture in my head. Like, totally. Just George seeing... is gonna high five me for this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> totally dude <laughs> dude they're taking jo- what what george started and then, man they are taking it to this next great level i mean they're just wrapping everything they know and they love and they and then just putting it all on on the page and it's it's coming through on the screen man it is it is amazing stuff i'm i'm overjoyed right now i'm sorry and i'm uh, sorry if it's coming across like fanboy or whatever but i am dude you're you're excited I'm excited. Don't, don't apologize for being excited. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to podcast today because I was I was excited. Nice. So then, what happens? Oh, he's waiting for Baby Yoda to to do his thing and, and on the stone and up in the sky, man. Slave one. Slave one. Oh my gosh! I Slave was like. One. I was dank ferricking again. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. We always go back to Battlestar Galactica. But with the way that Slave 1 came rolling into the sky, yeah. it, it reminded me of the end of Season 2 in Battlestar Galactica when they're on New Caprica and the Cylon Raiders come flying in. And they're all just like, oh, gosh. Oh, you nice. know? Yeah. And, and that was kind of like Mando's 
reaction was like, who the heck is this? You know, I mean, I think he was hoping it was a Jedi, like, oh, that was fast, but you know, right. Um, but it was just the, like the way that that thing came on. And, and again, like we've talked about, it didn't look like TV version of, of a ship in the sky. It looked straight oh. out of the movies. And I'm like, Oh my, I did, I did not expect to see slave one. If uh, even with that little tease at the beginning showing, you know, Boba Fett kneeling down oh. in front of uh Fennec Shand, I'm like, okay, you know, something's going to happen here, but I didn't expect that. <laughs> so, Here's my thought when I'm thinking, I'm like, so if that, that can't, when I saw Slave 1, I go, who stole Slave 1? How did they get Slave 1? Why are they here? And I'm like, because it can't be Boba Fett because he's like in the middle of the desert without any vehicles or anything. You know, I, I was like, it can't be him. But that could go, because if it's him, why didn't he, why did he stay on tattooing? Like, why, why didn't you go somewhere else? Like, well, if you have your ship available to you. Uh, why why did you, why didn't you leave maybe and then, he did. maybe he did maybe yeah. maybe he is like he says making his way through the uh, the galaxy <laughs> his dad's line his dad's line yeah <laughs> I'm maybe just a simple man trying to make my way in the galaxy and then he says like my father before me yeah <laughs> I'm like no way <laughs> <laughs> i wonder where john favreau got that line from <laughs> <laughs> right like my I was, father yeah, was like me the nod. nod. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. This is an A plus episode. Right. Like they just keep giving you Star Wars that you love. They <sighs> they're wrapping it up in new clothes and they're like saying, Here, play with this stuff. And I'm like, Yes, give it to me. Oh my gosh, yeah. And 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 like that wasn't even like I, I would hope that nobody heard those two lines together and like cringed because I was just like, yes, I got yeah. I, I wanted to text you as soon as I heard it. Save <laughs> I wanted to save it for this moment. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, okay. So you're, you're thinking who stole Boba Fett's ship. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what, uh, what else were you thinking as that was going on then? Uh, wh- wh- who, how did they find him at this moment? Because it's not the Empire, so he's he's being tracked by the Empire. I get that, but like, why this moment, like, to, to show yourself, to reveal yourself? You know, what I mean, it's just like a little bit convenient, you know. But but he's also, I mean, he is he, he is he's, Boba Fett. He's yeah. he's skilled, and and you remember in um, Empire, yeah. Uh, after Han does the trick where he goes out with the trash from the Star right. Destroyer. Right. And and then all of a sudden you see Slave One kind of cruising behind him. Like he's he's I, he's a good tracker, I guess. He's right? Tra- he's a tracker, and he says the first line he says, "I've been tracking you for a while." Mandalorian, so, Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> and but he didn't come at him with any kind of like malice. You know, it was like, "Look, look, we 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 got to work something out here." You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it was in in all honesty, it was very unexpected because you've you've watched the Clone Wars now. Yeah, I finished um, Clone Wars. Yes. Young young Boba was kind of a jerk, I guess, a bratty yes. like a bratty kid. Yeah, bratty kid. Um I mean, he had some reasons to be a Jedi, you know, spoiler alert, a Jedi kills his father. But but he was just like very bratty as a kid. And, and this is, I thought he was better than everybody or whatnot too. Yeah. Had a little bit of arrogance to him. Yeah. But you know, here he is. I mean, I guess people grow up, 
you know, but he was just very like uh balanced and mm-hmm. and uh knew how to how to get what he needed without violence, I guess is is a way to yeah, to like get there. Kind of learned some lessons or something with that Sarlacc pit or something. I don't yeah. know. Like second like chances. Was, <laughs> right. What did he say about, about fate intervening something like that? Is that what he remember he said that? He mm. said uh, sometimes fate intervenes to save the wretched. Yeah. I think that line speaks volumes about him and his journey and him becoming more like you said centered and balanced as a as a human being. Uh-huh. Um I think he he says look all of this can be taken away with the blink of an eye, you know. Hence him falling into the uh, Sarlacc pit. Right. He was all cocky, you know, basically, you know, I'm going to go over their ship. I'm going to go kick some butt. Right. But he, he, one little, you know, misstep, boom, he's in the Sarlacc pit. And then that whole ordeal kind of taught him a lesson or something that he's not all that he's cracked up to be, you know, a little yeah. humility went a long way with him. seems like it seems like, because yeah, the way he, the way he talked to, to Din was just, it was that whole situation was unexpected. For me, I, I was same. like, I was like, okay, why is he, why is he talking to him? Like, I thought he was just gonna fight him right then and there, and, and but no, and and also he shows up with a hooded robe and he's got the hood on. I'm like, that's why I think Din was like, are you a Jedi? Oh, <laughs> oh, good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, nice with the robe. Yeah, but then he's got his Tuscan Raiders guns and. Right. Uh, or a gun and then the, the gaffy stick. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm rambling, but it's just, there, there was so much going on there. I thought it was really cool the way he talked to him and he was just, he was going to make a bargain, you know, obviously using again, using the child, Yoda, Grogu. Yeah. Grogu. Every name you can think of, uh, <laughs> you know, using Grogu. It's the bargaining it, chip. It's the bargaining chip. Like everybody does. Um, and Mando's just like, you know, Mando was ready to fight him. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got the and, armor on. You know, he's he's protected. He's fine. Right. And then even when he finds out, uh, and I mean, he was right on with uh, Fennec Shand. He knew that that was her the second she spoke. Right. But he, but he was still like, you guys, you know, I don't remember the words because I only saw it once and I didn't write it down. But, uh, you know, you get, I'm going to take you guys down. And, and that's when uh, Boba's like. You know, she's got her sights sights on the child, so Right, that whole setup was like was great Bubba Fett again, you know, tactician. Like right. he, he knows he's got best car armor on. He's he can take a, a blaster bolt several. He's not gonna get you know, penetrated. But the baby, he knew the baby was out there, so let's train our sights on the baby and then use that as our as our bargaining chip to um to get the armor back because that's the goal is here just to get that armor back but man i mean that whole exchange was was awesome because because he's like you know you don't it doesn't belong to you you know right mandalorians it's it's mine and then he's like yeah, and that's when he goes into the whole father bit and everything but mando still doesn't believe him mm-hmm. and then doesn't the empire come out of nowhere yeah well well they put their guns down and, and Mando takes his jetpack off. Right. And he's I, like, I, he's going to agree. I think he, at that point he was going to agree to it because, you know, he's going to do whatever it takes to, to protect Grogu. And right. then, yeah. And then the empire 
the the dropship comes in and uh din obviously he's like he starts running to go should have grabbed his jetpack <laughs> you know he yeah been there pretty quick exactly. um, he left it there but i think you know as as i'm sure you being you know full-on parent you know when yeah. when, when your kid's in danger you probably just you don't think of anything you think of that kid and how did you gotta yeah get back to the kid yeah um and so that's that that was good writing there i think that they they wrote it that way um, I just wanted to mention something about the dropship, the Empire dropship. When I first saw it, I'm like, where have I seen that dropship before? Rise of Skywalker? Yep, Rise of Skywalker. Like yeah. it almost looks like the same one that Ray brings down with yep. uh, with with the lightning. The best part of that movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> when you see the lightning come out. Oh yeah. So so could we be seeing like the first glimpses of the Empire turning into the first order? I think this might be one of the first times we've seen a little connection is all. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe the second time, but, but I get what you're saying because we don't, we're still not sure if that was Snoke in those, those tubes on, uh, Oh, our, true. But, but yeah, yeah. Good catch on the, on the drop ships because it took me a minute. I'm like, those ships look familiar. And it took me until skipping a little ahead when they were flying away. And I'm oh like, yeah! Oh, I'm like yep. that's the one that that Ray used the lightning on, <laughs> right? So yeah, I guess it's a the same ships or, or earlier versions, kind of like right when the clones had like X wings, and then we had X wings with that we know as you know New Hope, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like a different, you know, older version of that ship, right? Which is pretty oh, cool. It's very cool. So he. Uh, Din runs up and and tries to get Grogu to to snap out of his I don't even know like forced trance I don't I'm not familiar with what they refer to that as with him you know reaching out in the force. It but, looked you know, cool though. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> cool. And, and and dude, there was one shot that he looked just like Master Yoda sitting in, sitting in there, and I'm like, my first thought was like, I'm like, is he gonna start aging or something? Like, I was just. I don't know. My mind was all over the place because he just the one shot. I'm like, oh my gosh, he looks just like Master Yoda here. Could be his son. Could be like his know? father before him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so then you know, Mando's like, okay, well, I got to get this kid, and, and the the Force thing blasts him over, and it, it basically knocks him out. Yeah, going back to Baby Yoda real quick, real quick before. Something just popped in my head. Instead of it calling him Baby, uh, Baby Yoda, how about Yoda Junior? <laughs> Yoda Junior. <laughs> nice, Junior. <laughs> junior. <laughs> <laughs> it, you never know, man. That that could very well be the case. Not to uh, not to beat that horse again. It's just you know beat that to death. Right. <laughs> um. But on that note too, I, I was thinking last week and I forgot about it, but um. You know, when Ahsoka says she's only known one other being like that, and she says, you know, why is Master Yoda? Maybe she never met Yaddle? Or maybe, yeah, maybe not. Maybe after the kid, Yaddle was out of, you know, maybe they had the kid, and then she Mm -hmm. disappeared to raise the kid, or, you know, how it goes when he sent her on a mission or something, but really it was to, like, hide the pregnancy and all that, you know? Right, raise the kid, yeah. Raise the kid, 
Um, but I mean, he was being, you know, trained at the temple. I don't know, listeners out there, uh, if you guys yeah, have any any info on this, hit us with an email. Yeah. yeah. So then, then we get to see some serious action, dude, with uh, oh Fennec gosh. Shand, you know, blasting a bunch of the stormtroopers and and She's Boba great. Fett. Oh my gosh, Boba Ooh. Fett, like and more using Boba the Fett. <laughs> using the gaffy stick to shatter a stormtrooper's helmet and. I have to keep saying that these are like the Rambo moments, man. I mean, just like he just shows up out of nowhere, like he's behind him all of a sudden, or Jason Voorhees right. or something. Like these are just like so you see the guys and they're like, "Where is he? Where is he?" He's like, "Oh, he's behind me!" Boom, I'm dead. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, it's like these these Rambo moments are great. So, wow. dude, they were they were <sighs> brilliant. Like I just and, and he was calm through the whole thing. He wasn't like upset. He wasn't like. He was just like like a like a wise kung fu master, you know. Yeah, dude, the look on his face, totally. Tamura Morrison, man. Oh my gosh, I love wow. I love seeing him back in Star Wars. Yeah, he's every clone trooper in in the the prequels. He's Jango Fett. He's now he's Boba Fett. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm just like, oh my gosh, and dude, and his not to jump too far ahead, but when you hear him with the helmet on talking. I'm just like, oh man! It's like every clone trooper in in the prequels and Boba Fett because they changed, you know, they changed uh, Jeremy Bullock's voice. I think uh-huh. he was he was Boba Fett in the original, and right. they changed it to uh, Tamara Morrison's voice. There in you one, go. In one of the the redos of those movies, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to oh, say right. that they that they used his voice in the. Uh, in the, in the remakes, so oh, nice. Uh, just copying what you're saying, echoing, <laughs> channeling my echo. <laughs> well, we are we are clone troopers, so we got that same. Oh, yep, same brain. Yep, same wavelength. <laughs> yeah, she was she was a great sharpshooter. I mean, she she does this thing where she jumps off the rock, shooting backwards, and this awesome, yeah, dude, like kick that she does i mean that was like a great move give it up to robert rodriguez for uh for for choreographing or or having choreographed like this great action sequence between all these all these stormtroopers and and that take that, that take it man i mean hell and then going back to um <clears throat> bubba fett when he's not you know in his armor fighting those stormtroopers with the gaffy stick i mean he's smashing those helmets off like in the pieces like so gnarly dude like oh yeah i mean that is that is just gruesome stuff uh, for a kid and you know watching it with little fours and i'm like oh man this is you know you, you know he takes out that one stormtrooper with the uh with the orange kind of like half vest you know the one with the arm movements they kept doing the arm movements oh yeah yeah he was like the commander yeah, more like the sand troopers from A New Hope, but yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Right, right, yeah. He took he took out that guy like all gruesome like and pierced him with the, you know, like oh man, that's some gross stuff. <laughs> but he was he was brutal, like again. Oh yeah, just smashing those guys with that stick. But I mean, that was nothing compared to when he put the armor on. Man, wow. That's little, I'm not fast forwarding. I'm fast forwarding. I think. Yeah, the one thing I wanted to bring up about Fennec Shan too was she somehow managed to find the boulder from Indiana Jones and, oh, and totally. kick it down to take out some stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> that looks straight out of the out of like the Clone Wars, man. 
oh, when they're man. in there getting all all bouldered up and it's coming at them and they're still the one guy on the turret is still shooting at the oh, boulder yeah, like he's right. gonna do something <laughs> <laughs> yeah they totally take out the the e-web cam cannon um yeah yeah, dude, I, just, I thought it was cool. I'm like, what does she do? She's trying to kick the boulder, and then you flash to the other end of it, and you just see it rolling down, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So <laughs> it was so good looking. She and then, job. yeah, she was awesome, dude. Like, I... Like I said, I'm a bit... I'm a fan of hers. You know, I like her. I like her work. Um, but she was just, like, top-notch, just kick-butt in this episode. She re- it reminded me of a live-action version of someone playing me in Call of Duty, and I was one of those stormtroopers. Because <laughs> she's just like, choo, 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 choo. You're like all over the place, like, how did you do that? I'm shooting at you, and you turn around and, and, and get me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's so good. Dude. I'm definitely one of the stormtroopers because she and she's one of those people that, like, you know, prestige like 10 times over. Like, <laughs> Halo jump and, and kill you from all, all, every angle, and you can never hit them. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, so, that's so funny. That's what they reminded me of. So they've obviously played Call of Duty, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's choreograph this fight scene on Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then you see after Boba takes out another another stormtrooper with like you know spears him. Yeah, he looks over at the Razor Crest and. You're just like, okay, I know what's going on here. Yeah. He's and go uh, grab that stuff. Right. So then Mando wakes up and and basically he's like, Okay, you know, I can't do anything with you, Grogu, so I'm gonna go help these guys. And uh then of course right when he walks away, the force field closes and Grogu falls asleep. Which I thought thinking right now, I thought was kind of interesting because in The Last Jedi when Luke is doing his projections, hovering over that stone, when he's done, he doesn't, I mean, he dies. He doesn't fall asleep, but he like falls over kind yeah. of how, how Grogu does here. I mean, I'll have to watch it again to make sure I'm not like That's a you good know, point. crossing streams or anything, but uh, I, I, it felt very familiar to me um, in my first watch. Uh, so, you know, so Mando goes down to help um, Fennec and they get overrun. Yeah. And all of a sudden you see the, the thermal detonate. I think it was a thermal detonator drop down. And I'm like, Oh man, poop is going to hit the fan. <laughs> just Dude, like, it was funny. Mando was like, ah, I've seen it. I've seen worse. Right. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> he's, he's getting blasted from like every angle, <laughs> which, which I have to give credit to the stormtroopers for actually hitting their mark multiple yeah. times. So hats off to those guys who actually hit their their uh, target and uh, good job for them. Sorry you're dead. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but good job actually hitting your your target. Would you say they were were they good enough for Rambo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good enough for Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> good call though. Yeah, they actually were hitting their target. I thought it, I thought it was really cool that he basically for Fennec Shand. Um, yeah, totally. That was a great was, idea. Yeah, like he's he obviously knows how to take advantage of his armor. So yeah, then that thermal detonator drops and and you see the the guy behind the stormtroopers kind of drop down and you're like, "Oh gosh, I was it's like Iron Man." Oh wait, <laughs> no, it's 
It's Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And dude, right there, it's like you get to see you get to see the Boba Fett that that I think most people have always wanted to see just kicking total butt. And oh my gosh. What's dude, using butt? his gadgets like the the wrist uh, shots and the one from his knee and, and the one from his knee. Have you ever seen it? Did you even know he had a knee gun thing? No, no I clue. Did, I had no clue either. That's a brand new thing, dude. I'm not. I'm going to give him a pass to that. He found a rocket. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I actually that that popped in my head. I'm like, when he fires the rocket, I'm like, okay, so where where did that one come from, and how's he going to get another one? <laughs> Yeah, unless he had some on on Slave One, but how did he get to Slave One and yeah. the Razor Crest? So yeah, they weren't parked too close as as we ugh, uh, get to see soon here. And he doesn't <laughs> oh. have a backpack, does he? He doesn't have a. Uh... Oh yeah, he does. I'm sorry, he does. That's how he fires the thing from it. Sorry. Yeah, right. brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> All good, but yeah. um, dude, it was like that the last the last stormtrooper he takes out where he puts the the blaster pistol like on his arm oh, just bam i'm like yeah. oh man that's like that's basically to, to do another call of duty analogy that was like basically me in my prime when i played that game like those oh, okay. games and and you get to see like the final the final kill on the screen at the end of the game that was right. like that's how i pictured myself when yes. i was playing call of duty a lot <laughs> that's <laughs> a great like, way that's a great way to look at it yeah <laughs> Now, of course, when I play, I'm nowhere near. I'm I'm a stormtrooper when I play Call of Duty. I'm um, a stormtrooper, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the the stormtroopers retreat, and you see Boba looking at. And I'm rushing ahead because there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Like I like how Boba Fett used his three. Oh his, yeah, his eye, uh, his eye aimer thing. Right. Yeah, that was that was really cool. But the way it's the not way he's just an antenna. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we always just assumed that it was an antenna. At least I did. Growing Same up. Same here. Yeah. Oh. So it's cool. We got to see. Well, we saw Cobb Vanth use it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And now we can see Boba use it. But yeah, the way he's looking at those ships as they're they're starting to fly away, I'm like, oh, he's gonna shoot one, isn't he? <laughs> 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 and then you know the thing goes down and. I like I like the after effect where uh, Din's like nice shot, and Boba goes, "I was aiming for the other one." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he looks he look when he when they're blown up, and then he looks back. I go, "Oh my god, this is another great shot right here." It's just like you got this is Robert Rodriguez, the uh, Desperado when they're walking away in slow mo, like right. And it's another Iron Man kind of thing too. When he blows up the tank in Iron Man One, and he's walking away, you know what I mean. And I think he's all a little nods to like that old type of like explosion in the background, and then in the foreground, like something like you know cool happening. <laughs> yep, good, good catch, man. <laughs> this guy is good, man. He's. I read his. I, I, I highly recommend. He's got a book, Robert Rodriguez. Like, oh, does called he? like yeah, like it's called like One Man Crew or something. Hold on, let me look it up. Anyways, he talks about like all his his um he talks about his how he made the mariachi and you know it was like a rags to riches story and it's a great great story for like um just making yourself you know like doing the work doing the hard work uh, oh, cool I'd like and to check um, that out. 
he makes a whole movie. He's everything. He's like him and like two other guys, and they make a whole. They make the El Mariachi. Uh, yeah, I'll let you borrow the book. It's it's an it's fun read. Awesome. Um, he's like he sells his body to science to get the money to buy the film. I mean, this guy is like total self-made man. There's a whole story behind him and and how he got famous and and he goes through it kind of like in diary form. Okay, like, a, like he wrote like a journal. Oh, so, I like stuff like that. Yeah, so it's 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 so you you can't you can't you can't put it down because it's like the next day is like something huge happens. Hold on, let me nice. grab the, the the name of the book. Okay. I think it's called like One Man Crew or something like that. Dude, I want to see him direct another episode though, or something. I want to see him do something else in Star Wars. I I thought he did a great job directing this. Rebel without a crew. Rebel without a crew, nice. Or how a twenty-three-year-old filmmaker with seven thousand dollars became a Hollywood player. I'll let you borrow this. This is a, it's a it's an awesome book. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. If anyone's a Robert Rodriguez fan, I mean, they should they should pick it up and it's and uh, and and read it because it's it's a fun read. You get a little insight into his how his brain works, I guess. Dude, that's the fun stuff, man. Especially, you know, being a creative person. Um I, I'm totally into those things. So oh, yeah. I like I like to know where other people how I guess how other people do what, what they're doing, you know, because it'll only make me a better, you know, creator. Oh, well, um, you get you find out that you got similarities and um and you're not so different from these people, you know. They just they just had some breaks happen in their lives and and they had the um the time to 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 do it too, you know they weren't right they 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 made the right choices at the right time in their life to 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 be able to pursue what they wanted to pursue so so, so boba fett you know they show that one scene where he's he's in his armor um he <laughs> i don't want to I'm not trying to be a jerk when I say it, but he's got like a little bit of a belly. <laughs> oh, I was gonna bring that up, but I forgot. Yeah, you're really? right. He's a little portly. He's a little, little bit, but it looked like it looked fine to me. I was like, okay, this that this that one shot of him standing there and he's just like posing for a second, and he, you know he's got a little bit of a belly, but I'm like, he looks so ba like this. Oh man. And especially, no offense to Timothy Oliphant, but he, he didn't look right in the Boba no. Fett armor at all. Samura Morrison puts it on, and you're like, that yes. is freaking Boba Fett, man. <laughs> yeah. He looks he looks gnarly. He looks oh, B.A. He looks, he looks like he's ready to, to, to mow down some people. So just, just, just talking about it, hearing you say that, like, I got goosebumps again. I'm like, this is... <laughs> This this was just so well done. I, I the next part I hate. Um, yes, the tragedy. The, yeah, the uh, the the Razor Crest getting blown to bits. I know. Uh, I just I know. bought the darn toy. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about you and 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 the whole thing that you you that you got there mm-hmm. and that whole situation. And thinking that that ship was going to be like. I mean, they can't put it together now. I mean, not yeah. every fish person and every. Uh, grief cargo guy can't put dust back together. <laughs> right. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I'm going to assume that there won't be another Razor Crest or Jawa. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jawa. He's going to have to find a new ship. Ugh. 
Yeah, I'm not happy about that, man. And I even like I, I didn't like scream it, but I said it out loud while I was watching. I'm like, I just spent money on this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm no. laughing at the situation because they were like, oh, how do they, how do they, that's not the only toy they marketed. There's like Legos and, right. and, and other razor gear. Like, and then they go ahead and blow it up. <laughs> like, oh, man. like the, the, the huge, you know what these people have right. to like tell a story, you know, the way they want to tell it, you know, cause, cause you feel, I felt, I felt it that the ship, when the ship got blown up Yeah. to me, that's the worst part. Like that's the hardest part to swallow in this whole episode is, is the ship blown up and that the baby got, I know the baby's captured or whatnot right but that's temporary come on you know that <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's definitely star wars temporary. Is, star wars is built on let's go get my friend back you know yeah and that's all sense. it is we're gonna go get our friend back and let's, let's, go, let's go get a team let's get our friend back you know you know you you're in you're in you're cool okay but the razor crest getting blown up i mean that is like final mm-hmm. yeah and it was just like a one-shot kill from that Imperial Trooper, man. <laughs> just like as soon as they like went up and you just see that bolt go down, I'm like, <laughs> I was like Luke in Empire. No! <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, laughing at you man. again. Just laughing know, at <laughs> your joke you just made. Yeah. Um, hey, um, I mean, hey, like you said, they've got the they've got the stuff. You know, they yeah. got the you-know-whats to... And yeah, tell their what? story and, and I give them credit man they don't they're not pulling punches you know no. I mean maybe in, in some cases this season but for the most part they're just like nope we're doing this and love yeah. it or hate it you they, know? Did <laughs> they did it they finally killed my car <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> again yeah, I know you just said that that was funny it's like a um, gag it's a gag at this point you know like it's a finally finally the gag it's like it's blown up now Right. That that could just pave the way for like a cooler ship. I don't know. I guess, but but then it's going to pave the way for me going, well, this ship's cool and I like it, you know, whenever when I get it next year, you know, it takes a year for them to make them. And then by then, who knows? He might Is there another iconic ship that maybe he could I don't know. He kind of made this one iconic, but Oh yeah. Hey, maybe they'll bring in the um you know, big fan. They're big fans of the Knights of the Old Republic. Maybe they'll bring in the Ebon Hawk. Okay. The, uh, the ship that you use. It's kind of like, you know, their oh, version yeah. of the Falcon. Right. Yeah. That or, 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 um, what's the other one? The one from Shadows of the Empire. That guy's, um, yeah, that kind of had like a million Falcon look. Oh, dude, I'm never going to remember what that was called. <laughs> yeah, but you could use the ship yeah. there. And, um, there was a book I read, Sunrider, was it one or something like that? Sun Naomi Sunrider or something like that. Yeah. Something that sounds like, very familiar. There's a ship and it had like these cool powers to it or something. It had the ability to do something really cool. Something with sun. Um, you know, there's other ships that they can pull from, I'm sure like they can oh, come yeah. in contact with. Absolutely. Or so, make a brand new one like they did it with the Razor Crest. Yeah. Um, so then after, after the, the razor crest, you know, Mando finds the Beskar spear and, and the little ball, Yeah, the, the little ball, man, tells a story. It's, it's the dice. It's, it's kind of like Han Solo's dice, you know, 
yeah. throughout this whole, you know, story here. It's their little little token, mm-hmm. uh, I guess you could say, a little, you know, their little keepsake that they keep, and it helps them remind them of each other. I mean, you said it earlier. Yeah, that's with uh, you know, that's what made him go back and go get him. You know, okay. Yep. Kind of the same same thought process. Yeah, but the, yeah, the thing gets blown up, but the three most important things are still available. The, uh, the um, Boba Fett's armor came out. He found the ball, you know, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and and he found the Beskar uh, staff. Yeah, which I I'm assuming they're building that up for him to use against Moff Gideon and the Dark Saber. Oh, I mean that's. That's my thought. And unless they're going to no, see, they're not going to have anybody else fight Moff Gideon. I don't think, I, I think it's gotta be uh Din Djarin. It's at least that would make sense to me. I, Cause I was starting to think, well, maybe a Jedi will come and save the day, but this is, this is Mando's show. You know, I think yeah. he needs to do it, but then the dark troopers, man, send in the hounds, send in the dark troopers. They come oh, flying the out, dude, like, like Iron Man style, uh, war machine, totally. and Iron war Man, machine. you know, um, which was just, I, I, in my notes, I wrote dark troopers. Wow. All caps. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like I, I caught the, I caught the little Iron Man situation there, but the way those things looked, dude. Yeah. They, uh, I want the action figure. <laughs> and, and he called them dark troopers too. Yeah. Right. So that was, was good. It's like, we're not, we're not hiding what we're doing here. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys have said they were dark troopers. You were right on the money. Right. These are dark troopers going in, for, going in to get that baby. Yeah. They, they <laughs> Give got, me that baby. They got the baby and, and they flew away. Like it was nothing, you know, Fennec and, and, uh, and and Din tried to get up that hill to to save Grogu, but they were too late. Boba's like, you know, I got a shot, and Din's like, nope, don't be shooting to hurt the baby. And nope. uh, they get the baby. Yeah, they'll get the baby for now. Um, and then Boba, okay, here's something. Hot I water guess. burn the baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hot water burn the baby. <laughs> Adam Sandler fans. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Um, here's, here's a part that I guess was a little weird for me is, is Boba's like, you know, I'll, I'll track them to see where they go. And he sees that Imperial cruiser and he's like, the, um, uh, he goes, they're back. And Fennec Shan's like, who's back the empire. Um, it's only been six years, right? Like, yeah. like, wouldn't it have, I don't know. I, that's my only issue with this episode it okay. was, was that because I get what they're doing. They're trying to build it up. But for him to say they're back when they haven't really gone away yet is just odd. Um, I like that he said something along the lines of, uh, this isn't a spice dream. (laughs) 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 It's like Boba hits the spice. Um, It is. But uh, I I, I don't know. Did you think it was weird that he said the Empire is back? Yes. It did. It did count me off guard because, I mean, we've been seeing the Empire since season first episode, you know, and. Yeah. Um, it's nothing new to us, but I guess to him, if he really so kind of proves that he really has been on tattooing this whole time because there he, um, I guess he didn't come across any empire or anything. There wasn't really a imperial presence there, which right. I guess kind of makes sense because 
Well, no, but they were like in a new hope. They were there. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I guess, you know, maybe you're onto something with him not having left Tatooine. I just, right. it's so weird that he wouldn't have. Um, but I was also thinking maybe he knows some things that we don't and, and maybe we won't until his series comes out. Yeah. That's one thing I want to ask you. You ready? You ready to see the Boba Fett and Fennec Shan, uh, series. I'm in, I'm down. I'm uh, in too. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think I may have said in, you know, in one of our podcast episodes that, that I wasn't sure how I, I wasn't sure I wanted Boba Fett to come back. I may have just said this in a text. I don't know, but you know, early on where there were the rumors before, you know, before this season and stuff, I'm like, you know, I don't want it to take away from, from Mando. Uh, you know, I'm loving, I'm loving this character and he's already got a battle baby Yoda for attention. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Boba Fett will show up and it might just overshadow, but seeing him at the end of, of the first episode, of the season and, and seeing him now, I'm just like, I'm like, whatever he's working with Mando. That's cool. I didn't right. expect that, um, but but if there is a Fennec Shand and Boba Fett thing, a series, I'm in, man. I'm all in. <clears throat> I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I was I was all in. Once you put that armor on and you get to see it, and he's kicking butt and taking names, I'm in. I'm like, I want to know. I want to see more of him <laughs> too. And, and flying slave one. I'm and flying like, slave one, dude. Oh, oh man. <laughs> wow. Right. So I, I was like, how is it going to top next week? This, this is going to be a total dud episode. I was thinking, mm-hmm. right. But I don't know, man, they got, they got this episode that, that just totally rocked. Like I gave the Ahsoka one, which is like a huge thing to happen. Like an a, right. Mm-hmm. This one is an a plus in my book, like higher. <laughs> Dude, I know. And, and, and this season for me, like, um, the, the Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan episode, Right. Like, oh, the book. Oh my God. I forgot about the book. <laughs> that, that was like, Oh my gosh, this is like the best stuff I've seen. You know, like you had said, it was like live action clone wars. And yes, I'm just like, this is amazing. And then Ahsoka and I'm like, okay, how, where are they going to go from here? You know, <laughs> right. like this was like, this was so good. You know, I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. I just, I, fell in love with live action Ahsoka right away, not to take away from the animated one. I love her as well. She's right. just, she's a great character in both mediums. I think um, the entire team is, you know, her doing the, uh, the show. Uh, I mean, Ashley Eckstein, yeah. her, name? her doing the show. Um, and then, um, Rosario to you know, taking the ball and running with it. Um, in live action, it's like I think it's a combination. Yeah I, yeah, I don't see it as two people. I see it as the same, just different versions. You know, right? Exactly. Um, you know, that was I think it was really well done. And that whole episode, I'm just like, this is so cool. I've I've watched it five times. Wow. And then this morning, I get home from work, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's probably just going to be like a you know a heist episode. You know, it'll be fun, <laughs> but you know, it'll be just like. You know, the next two episodes are going to probably be the big ones. And then the tragedy. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have a feeling I'm going to be watching this episode a lot. This, yes. I dude. already saw it twice and I can't, can't wait to see it again. 
I know. I'm I'm itching to watch it again. I was yeah. I wanted to watch it uh, like like right after I watched it. Yeah, same I, I, here. <laughs> which has never happened to me before. Like I'm like, okay, I can take a break. Like no, this one like I want to watch it again right now. Like, <laughs> what just happened? Like what what what? <laughs> right. So so dude, and then then there's even more to this. Um there's still more. Right. So they you know, Boba Fett lands and the three characters are talking um and Boba Fett's like, you know, let me show you this and he brings up the little screen. Oh and, my god, yes. And he's like Mando's like, you know, oh, he goes this is my father and he's like your father was a foundling and I'm yes. like, what? So they're chain they well, I don't know if they're necessarily changing it, but it was never they're setting the that, record straight. Yeah, there you go. That's a perfect way to word that. They're setting yeah. the record straight that that Django Fett was a foundling. It was a foundling. And, and Mando immediately is like, well, then that armor belongs to you. Right. And, and, and Boba Fett's like, I appreciate it. Like the camaraderie between these guys, man. I'm like, I thought these two were going to fight. That's that's what I thought in episode the first episode. episode. I'm like, these, they are building this up for a fight, which they were. But it's not the fight I was expecting. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fight of words and, and lineage and, 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 and right of, of passage and, and right of property, you know? It wasn't a fight. It wasn't a fist fight. It wasn't a laser fight or anything. I don't. I'll have to, you know, listen to what other people are saying. You know, other other fans and whatnot, because I'm curious to see if if they felt the same way if that they were expecting these two to actually, you know, be shooting at each other and using their little, you know, uh, what what are your grappling hooks and gadgets and stuff to to attack each other? But no, they're like they're working together and. You know, Din basically tells Boba Fett, like, we're square now. You can have the armor. And, and Boba Fett's like, no. He's like, we agreed in exchange for the return of my armor. We'll ensure the safety of the child. Until right. he is, it, he goes, until he is returned to you safely, we're in your debt. And I'm like, wow. oh, so this isn't even over. <laughs> I'm no. like, like, these guys, uh, you know, Boba Fett and, and Fennec Shand are going to stick around. And I'm like, yeah. like this is, and, you know, you add uh, Cara Dune to that mix. And right. and grief carga and I'm like oh man they're building a team and 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 Bill and, Burr and. <laughs> I'm talking and <laughs> Bill Burr uh I always forget his name Mayfield is it Mayfield yeah, um I got it right here it's Migs Mayfield is that right okay Migs I, I never knew his first name but but yeah Mayf- I'm sure that's right if you looked it up <laughs> let me let me let me verify that. So, so yeah, he's like, he goes to, um, back to Navarro and he's talking to Cara Dune, the marshal of the new Republic, you know, you see, she's, she's signed in and, you know, he's, he's looking for Mayfield and, and she's like, I don't remember how, what she says word for word, but basically, you know, you know how I feel about the empire or something. And he's like, you know, he's like, he has, uh, what does he say? They have the child. I forget. Yeah, yeah, they have the child, and uh, she changes her tune real quick. Oh yeah, you could see it in her her eyes, man. She was just like, "No, we're, yeah. we're doing everything we can to get that baby." <laughs> yeah. So it's Megs Mayfeld. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right think, on. Yeah. Dude. Sorry, my writing was a little weird. No, Mayfeld. I I always think of Mayfield as well. Um. So good Mayfeld. I got to try and remember that because I think yeah. I called him. I can't remember what I called him. 
a couple episodes ago. It wasn't that either. I think maybe because of uh, Baker Mayfield. Like I ah, think of that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, he's, he's Me talking too. to Cara Dune about doing uh, a breakout for Mayfeld. He's um, doing 50, 50 hard years. Right. For that whole and, little attempted heist and killing of the one uh, Republic guard or whatnot. The, the, the voice Matt Lanter, the voice of Anakin in the Clone Wars. Um, Very good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then Matt we Lanter. we get to the the end of that episode, and <laughs> I love this part, man. You you go into that little room where Baby Grogu is, and oh. he's just force beating the poop out of stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's choking him too. He's yeah, choking him, dude. He's, he's not, not messing he's, around. <laughs> yeah, he's not just like flinging him around the room. He's like choking him. I I watched it with the um, captions on the second time, okay. and and it, it was it was when uh, he was doing the towards the end. He was it said choking, so I'm like he's using force choke. That's Darth. That's a Darth. That's a dark side power right so don't don't he he's not about not using dark side powers which is a little bit putting a little bit of like doubt that if he's a hundred percent good i think he's got a little bit of that whole you know in the middle type of thought process the baby right. uh baby go <laughs> baby i am messed up grogu grogu <laughs> baby grogu has yeah oh man Oh, you know, that just reminded me of, you know, when I just said Grogu to you, it reminded me of Ahsoka when uh, in the last episode where uh, Din is like, okay, kid, you know, get the get the rock or whatever. And Ahsoka goes up to him and she goes, Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> like it, was a, it was a total Ahsoka thing. It was awesome. Oh, uh, totally. That just reminded me of that. But uh, yeah, see, and that's something she said was that she sensed a lot of fear in him, you know, where fear leads. So... Yeah. He, he's definitely unstable. He could go either way, and and that that's kind of disturbing, you know. Yeah. That he's he's in the hands of the Empire, man. I mean, they could turn him into a weapon if they have him yeah. for too long. She also said his 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 um, thoughts went dark. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying, you don't know if that was like you were saying fives. You don't know if that meant dark aside or just like just like he just forgot. Yeah. He almost like was like um, in shock or something, you know? Right. Yeah, and dude, I mean, think about that too. What if he actually witnessed uh, Anakin, Darth Vader at that point killing the younglings? What if, what if Grogu uh, saw that? Yeah, then that would totally make him want to hide his powers and yeah, and, and not be like anything. Like if if you saw all his little buddies, like all you know, oh man, just the. And it's funny that they don't show you that, but like, I mean, it's like shown, but not shown like the, like it's in your head what happens. Right. Which is, which is great. Cause like, it's better than showing you because in our heads, it's like horrific. Oh so, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it makes it 10 times worse. So, but if he actually witnessed it, um, like you were asking, I think that would totally, um, scar him and make him think twice about, fulfilling his jedi destiny really mm-hmm. yeah. if you ask if you ask me i'm just my opinion yeah no i i, I like that thought process it makes a lot of sense so i mean I, the end of the episode moff gideon is like it's almost like he's enjoying 
<laughs> the, the view of, of what, what Grogu's doing, but but he's also, you know, plotting in his head, like, I'm going to use these powers somehow. You know, he's like, mm, what can I do? <laughs> well, I thought the way I saw it the second time, like, that's the way I saw it the first time. Like, oh, look at these. Look at him. Look what I can do with this guy. But the second time, I thought he was trying to wear him out. Oh yeah, because he did say, you know, yeah. I know you, I know you get sleepy or something after you do this, right? Right, something yep. along those lines. Yeah, you get you get sleepy, just like, and I think he was trying to wear him out so they can shackle him, and then yeah, oh yeah, good call, dude, very good call. Um, then he busts that, out the the dark saber. Sorry, go ahead. Right, no, no, I was gonna say the same thing. Oh okay, <laughs> he goes, look what I got. <laughs> 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 and you see baby Yoda like like almost like wanting to touch it. Uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Like was he going to I don't think he was going to touch the blade, but was he going to maybe try to use the force to get it from him maybe. Yeah, uh, but he was just Want too that. worn out. Uh, right. Yeah, he was almost doing that. Eh? Like that he does like puts his hand out like gimme. <laughs> yeah, gimme. Um, and then he says, what does he say you're you're not ready. What does he say? You're not ready to to learn how to use this yet or something. Yeah. He was like, uh, 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 not so fast. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. You're, so, you're not ready for that. Um, so I wonder if, man, see, that's what makes me think too, that they could be using him as a weapon. You know, maybe there's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but maybe, you know, maybe Snoke is around and maybe this is one of Snoke's new apprentices. I don't know. Who knows? We could speculate all day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he goes, um, you can put an eye out with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Which is your eye out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if you know this, but I think John Favreau and and Vince Vaughn and them are friends with Ralphie. You know that, right? Like, No, I didn't know like that. Like the actor who plays Ralphie. Uh-huh. So, they're yeah, they're friends with them. Like I saw a comedy special where they brought him out to be like, just like the introduce be the kind of like the host and um you you wouldn't be able to recognize him now the the guy the kid who plays Ralphie right the guy yeah, who plays Ralphie so i'm sure he probably put that line in there to like you know for his friend you know <laughs> that's too that's i wouldn't be surprised you know that seems to be john favreau's style of writing right. um very cool yeah I, I remember hearing that but i forgot all about it until you brought it up they also they show the the stun the little stun circle that you see in A New Hope when uh, when the stormtroopers stun Princess Leia. Um, you know when they stun Baby Yoda or Grogu. I oh, mean. oh, right, right, because the um, yeah, when they set their their guns to stun, right, and then you see yeah. the circle. Yeah, yep, totally. Thought that was cool. I, I like seeing that. Um, to back up just a just a hair. The, the the actor who played Ralphie is Peter Billingsley. Okay. Billingsley. So not to just call him that guy or whatnot. Just oh, actually gotcha. refer to him as a real person. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah, they, they put the cuffs on Baby Yoda or uh, Baby Grogu. And, and that's pretty much the end of the episode. It's, it's going to be interesting to see where this where this goes because... I'll just throw two thoughts out there that, that I've been thinking about ever since I watched it. There's going to be a Jedi before the season is over. There's going, whether it's Ahsoka 
again or or somebody else i i i would probably bet some money on it that we'll see a jedi before this season is over because he was sitting on that stone for quite a while a long time yeah very long time whether it i mean i'm not i already kind of said maybe it would be luke because we hear his theme briefly in, in the last episode but i have no idea who it's going to be i've heard people talking about mace windu which would just be i i'm all for it whatever whoever it is right He'll another, have two another Jedi bionic cool. hands. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking maybe I, I don't know if you want me to save it for the speculation show, but I can, I can save it. Okay. Okay. So fours, I think we're, I think we pretty much tackled this episode. Yeah. I think we uh, got this one good. It was, I don't think my mind hasn't changed. It's an A plus still. Uh, <laughs> Same here. A plus. Yes. Right, ten out of ten. I, I am. Uh, I'm counting the the hours till I watch it again with Mrs. Fives later. I can't wait. I'll probably watch it again tomorrow morning when I get home from work. <laughs> Just this one's uh, a rewatchable episode. I'm telling you, it's it's so good all yeah. around. And and look for those little directing cues. You know, that's all that makes the episode a little bit more fun. Absolutely. So Clone Army. Thank you for listening as usual. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We're going to go ahead and say, uh, don't share our show. <laughs> Let's just keep this little circle just as small as we can. Cause uh, we, we, we don't want to get, we don't want it to get overblown and, and uh, <laughs> you know, too, too big for its britches. We just want to stay where we're at and kind of be, you know, maintain our level of, 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 of listeners and, and uh, yeah, let's just try to keep this one under wraps. Let's keep it just for us, you and us, intimate Star Wars talk. <laughs> so do do us a favor and uh, and don't share it, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't email us either at uh, clonearmyradio at gmail dot com. Please don't. We don't. We don't want to read them. We, we're kind of sick of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's just, there's just so many. <laughs> <laughs> don't contact us. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> Admiral Pitt. All right, fours. May the Schwartz be with you. And also with you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Clone Army Radio. Email us with thoughts or questions at clonearmyradio at gmail.com. Please remember to click subscribe so you don't miss the newest episodes. Do it. Admiral Pitt. Heat pack or ice pack? Ice pack. Bath or shower? Bath. Treat or prevent? Both. Nurtec ODT Remedipant 75 milligrams is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. The choice is yours. Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety, prescribing, and patient information, visit nurtec.com. Talk to your doctor about Nurtec ODT.